the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. They'll take care of turning it on for you. Did it go red? Is it red? Okay. So your microphone is now hot, Alan. You're ready. The microphone's always hot, There, there you go. You're right there. Always assume it is. Always least. assume it's hot. All right. Just, just uh, breaking out uh, from Arkansas Online, that'd be the dim gas. State Senator Jake Files pleaded guilty uh, today in federal court on charges of wire fraud, bank fraud, and money laundering. Files charged in a federal complaint of misusing state general improvement fund money. I tell you, that gift money gets you all the time. And then pledging a forklift that he did not own as collateral for a bank loan in 2016. After his plea hearing, Files was released on a $5,000 signature bond pending sentencing. The FBI executed a search warrant against Files back in August in relation to the violation of federal wire fraud and money laundering laws, according to federal court records, an affidavit states files put to his own use more than $25,000 in state gift fund money he had obtained for the defunct River Valley Sports Complex project on Fort Smith property. Files admitted he falsified bids for waterline work for the complex that was awarded to an employee. The employee said she turned over to files, the general improvement fund money that files obtained for the project and that he used it to pay workers of his construction company and give employee bonuses, pocketing the remaining cash. The Fort Smith Republican who has served in the state Senate since uh, 2011. Sad way to end your career. Uh, be, I would think that his career is over. I can't believe that his career would continue, but I think everybody asks the same question that I do. $25,000. Yes. Well, I guess you could sell your birthright for a, a bowl of stew, but still, you know what I'm saying? It's just kind of crazy. Uh, 25, $25,000, dude, you make $25,000 running pizzas at night. Come yeah. on. Be, be for real here. This has got to be kind of you know sad for you, Alan. You served with some of these folks, yeah, and and they've just went down the wrong alleyway. Well, that temptation, Dave, sometimes is more powerful than than some people can can handle. I mean, you know, happens in the uh, in the insurance business all the time. One of the, the the primary primary problems we have with at the insurance department is uh, the things that we investigate are uh, agents who can't seem to take that money and put it toward premium. They put it in their pocket. So, really? Yes. Yes. So and, the, the, the person who's buying the insurance thinks that they paid their premium and that money's gone to the insurance company when, in fact, it went in the pocket of the agent. That's correct. Wow. And usually, unfortunately, they don't find out until there's a claim, and lo and behold, there's no insurance policy. Oh. And then people start going, Hmm. How did that happen? Yeah. That's when you all get involved. Yes. Yes. And that's what we're for. Um, uh, we're there as the regulators and the watchdogs for the, uh, for the public 
to make sure their policies are good, make sure that uh, insurance companies are doing what they say they're going to do, and make sure agents are doing what they say they're going to do. So, Unbelievable. You know, <clears throat> having been an agent myself for over 40 years, I, uh, I know how all those things work. I know how they should work. I know how some of them get around some of those things. Yeah. So I've got a pretty, pretty good insight to what, uh, what to look for. I mean, do you sit down? I mean, you got how many, I know you've cut back in your department. Right. How many people do you have now? How many did you start off with? I start off with about 200 and we're down to about 156 now. Okay. Yeah. You know, and do, how many people are like in, in investigations? Is that where most of your people kind of sit at? Um, not really most of them. We have quite a few of them down there, but we do have a lot of investigators. We've got actually three departments that investigate. We've got the first line, which is the consumer services department, mm-hmm. which takes the, the first phone call, the first complaint, and so forth. If it gets to that level, we send it up to our legal department. We have some folks that work in legal that, that go into the agent's offices if need be and start pulling files and those kind of things. And then if it's uh, under, uh, uh, if it reaches to the, the level of a prosecution, we have a, con- we have a criminal investigation division. These are guys, we have an actual police force. Most people don't know that. Yeah, carry I guns. didn't know that. That's the first carry- time I learned. Yeah. I've heard this. They carry guns and uh, that division is uh, uh, police officers and lawyers. We have prosecu- prosecutory authority. Mm-hmm. We can prosecute folks without having to take them to the, uh, the county prosecutor prosecute them on our own so we make sure it gets done and um uh the rest you know is up to the court system after that but um we've got uh, several levels of uh of authority that we use all right so what's been the biggest challenge i mean i haven't talked to you very often now that you become commissioner because doggone it you're a busy guy you yeah. know and i say can you join me and go not this week, not this month, maybe yeah. not this year, but the, yeah. here's the key. I mean, you know, what's the biggest problem? It's not even problem. What maybe it was something that you're happy to find that, that you, that you, you found out about this job that you didn't know you're going to, you're going to have. Well, um, what I found out about this job, it goes much bigger than the state of Arkansas. It's actually, uh, um, you know, our office is involved in a lot of national issues uh, the thing about it is a lot of things that, that we have here in Arkansas are not just Arkansas problems or Arkansas benefits. They are, they are national issues. And all, all the insurance companies, or I'm sorry, all the insurance uh, departments across the country have an association called the National Association of Insurance Commissioners. And um, through that association, we're able to share ideas and come up with solutions um, so we don't have to do them all on our own. We can compare notes, all those things. Because – the companies we do business with are actual, most of them national companies. They do business in more than one state. Right. So if we're able to compare notes, they can't really pull anything over on one state or the other. So as commissioner, uh, how much input do you have with other commissioners to uh, the Congress when they're thinking about, you know, like health care reform, which you're dealing with, you know, still today? Uh, and they're, and they're wanting to know, well, what do we got to do to be able to sell health insurance over state lines? Do they, do they touch base with you guys to get your take on that kind of stuff? Yes, they do. I mean, we've got a committee, uh, within the NEIC that, uh, deals on, uh, and with national issues. Um, the, uh, I'm not particularly on that committee, 
but um, we we do have one that deals with uh, with national issues and Washington and you know all those intricacies that come along with that subject. All right. So now you've been in your position for how long now? Three years. Three years. During that time, what's the biggest changes you've made? What kind of accomplishments have you been able to to uh, eke out of uh, government? Well, one of the first things that the governor and I talked about uh, as far as the insurance department goes and, and all of his agencies actually is, is efficiencies. What can we do to make things more efficient? Obviously, the first thing to do is is we went from nearly 200 employees to 156. That's that's first of all. Uh, the other things that we do, um, you know, we we um, uh, created an online licensing platform that saved three million dollars just in in software construction alone. Um, we saved about five hundred seventy-two thousand dollars in uh, software development cost by uh, using a third party instead of trying to build it on our own. Right. Um, you know, we we use uh, uh, less expensive data backup systems, backup technology. Um, um, we sold off just some some things like we sold off some old uh, some some tablets and Wi-Fi devices, cell phones, changed cell phone carriers. They were taking our head off. Really? You know? Yeah. I mean, a lot of I won't of, ask you who it was. No, but a lot of people just come into a job like this and just don't change anything. Status quo. Hey, we're going to let it run. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not me. I go in and I, I make, I make improvements. Um, for instance, um, we have grown our producer and adjuster licensing by 40% since I took office. Producer and adjuster licensing, uh, adjust 40%. We went from 87,000 licenses to 122 licenses. Okay. And one of the ways we did that is we, we brought in 67 more companies to do business in the state of Arkansas. Now, 67 more insurance companies doing business in the state of Arkansas, that's, that's, those are jobs. Right. Those are jobs. And proof of the reason I know those are jobs because I've increased the licensing that people are asking for by 40%. Each one of those licenses is a job. Correct. That's somebody that's that's somebody working. selling insurance or working. So um, we've even licensed, uh, you know, trying to stay current with technology. we got We've licensed three insure tech companies. That's a new word that most people don't know about. Insurance tech. Insure tech. Insure tech. Insure tech. Um, A company called Root uh, sells auto insurance solely online. Okay. Then you've got a company called Lemonade that sells renter's insurance online. Um, Another company called TipTap that sells flood insurance online. Now, Previously, the only way to get flood insurance was through, through the government, nation, through the government yeah. National Flood Insurance Program. This is a um, private flood insurance company that really? we've invited into Arkansas. Uh, they were currently doing business in Florida. I found out about them. I sat down, talked with them, and, and asked them to come to Arkansas. So they are up and running in Arkansas. You can go to a, an app uh, called TipTap, T-Y-P-T-A-P, put in your address, it gives you, you put in the amount of coverage you want, and it gives you uh, a rate. Wow. And the, Quick, next, huh? the next page is the application. Well, that sounds pretty good. That sounds Quick, like technology clean, doing it good for you. Technology huh? doing, doing great. Um, you know, we, we, as far, we, now let me just ask, as far yeah. as you're concerned, now that's a public company. Private would be, of course, the, the government. Is the public company doing a better job than the, than the government's doing? Uh, yes. 
Okay. Did you have to of ask? Of course. Well, no. <laughs> I mean, I knew probably what the answer yeah. was going to be. Well, I mean, they're they're about half the cost and far more efficient. With their government, there's all kinds of red tape. I sold NFI, National Flood Insurance Program insurance for decades. Mm-hmm. It is the hardest thing on God's earth to do. But this company has made it just as easy as buying a renter's policy. That's cool. That's cool. That's very, very cool. And, okay, so that's called Lemonade? Lemonade. No, that's called no. Tip Tap. The, the tip flood insurance tap. company. Tip Tap. T-Y-P-T-A-P. Okay. okay. Keep okay. that in mind if you need any kind of flood insurance. Um, our consumer services department has recovered for our citizens over $7 million since 2015. Um, we have a great consumer services department. I mean, it, again, this is our front line of, of uh, people calling in with questions. Um, my, you know, my, my adjuster says my car needs to be totaled. Do I have to total my car? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, uh, they're not, I, I can't get my adjuster to return my phone call. Those kind of things. Right. My agent's constantly out of the office. I've got a claim. Who do I call? They handle simple things like that. They handle the complicated things too. Um, you go to the website, ArkansasInsuranceDepartment.com, or I'm sorry, .gov, and um, fill out a, a complaint form that goes straight to this department and somebody contacts you. Um. Just here recently, we had a lot of uh, um, frozen water pipe claims. I can only imagine. <laughs> uh, you can imagine, yeah. Uh, if you need assistance, that, that number, um, if you want to call that number, is 800-852-5494. And uh, somebody be there to help you out. We've right. also got um, um, a department that handles uh, issues for people over 65. A lot of baby boomers right now turning 65, Mr. Ellswick. Yeah. Uh, the next month, as a matter of fact, happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. Um, 18 days. That's right. And uh, um, we got a department called our Senior Health Insurance Information Program, or SHIP. And I was really interested in this when you just yeah. mentioned this to me a minute ago. They will. Uh, uh, they work all over the state to assist Arkansans with their Medicare benefits. Um, Medicare is a big stage of your life that you go into and everybody has a sign up for it, uh, at one time or another, they can walk you through all those, uh, those issues and all those things that you can do, uh, to make that a lot easier. There's like nine different options when you, uh, sign up for Medicare and, uh, yeah, I'm taking an not all of them. You tell the me same. there's something else that I probably have to do to make sure I don't get in trouble. Right. Right. Um, they help you find a doctor. They tell you, you know, what programs uh, are better for you and what areas you live in. Um, we have lots of volunteers out there. They're not all employees of the insurance department. We mm-hmm. have a lot of volunteers that volunteer with this program. And uh, they're in your community um, uh, community service areas, uh, churches, all kinds of places all over the state. Uh, just call us, and we'll hook you up with one in your area. Um, I'll call you soon. Yeah. Hold your thought. Uh, we, got, we got an average uh, twenty five thousand contracts across the state. Yes. All right, hold hold your thought. We got to come back. Got to get a break in. It's Dave Ellswick show. Alan Kerr is here. Alan Kerr used to be on my show all the time. Then he became insurance commissioner. Then I got busy. Yeah, <laughs> not on the show as much as he used to be. Although February sixteenth, he's filling in for me. That's right. Yeah, you'll be sitting here in the studio. Hey, don't forget about uh, Horton's Prosthetic and Orthotics. They're at uh, fifty two twenty. 
West 12th Street in Little Rock. Uh, Their phone number, 501-663-2908. A family-owned business. Gary Horton started this business back in the 80s. Uh, He now has both of his sons and one of his daughters working uh, at the business as well. They do a fantastic job, and I'll tell you why. Compassion. I mean, look, they know all the, you know, how to, how to build the prosthetics and orthotics and all the rest, but they have the compassion that for you that need their, uh, particular, uh, you know, work, uh, that they do, uh, they want you to be able to reach, uh, your height of mobility that you're hoping to get to. And they get to know their, their patients on a, like a first name basis, working with the folks, making sure that they're taken really well care of. They build prosthetics right in the, uh, the bottom, uh, or the basement of the business. It's an amazing place to go visit sometime. You'll find Mike down there and Chris will be down there from time to time. Gary, the owner will be down there at times. It's amazing what all, uh, uh this family can do. And ladies, if you've had, uh, to have a breast removed or both breasts removed uh, because of, uh, you know, breast cancer. Know that uh, the folks at Horton stand ready to help you get yourself esteem back and things, are, uh, you know, make sure that you have the prosthetics that you need. Uh, the phone number again is 501-663-2908, and that is Horton's Orthotics and Prosthetics. All right, Alan Kerr is our special guest this hour. If you got a question for him, 823 823- 0965 820965 he's the uh, Arkansas Insurance Commissioner and we got a call in Alan about TipTap they said they went to the website and it says that they're only in Florida okay they're in process of getting up and running in Arkansas they haven't sold any policies yet okay uh, give them about, about another month or two and uh about 60 days they should be up and fully functional okay this you're a little bit in front of the wave, so to speak. Yeah. That's what I like to say. Uh, you might be able to send them an, an email or something and say, when? In Arkansas. I just heard my insurance commissioner says yeah. you guys come to, to Arkansas. When? And that's right. They'll give you an answer on that. Absolutely. As far as that's concerned. Insurance.arkansas.gov is the website. Okay. we got two minutes before Fox News. So okay. you, you tell me, you were just explaining during the break about this thing about life insurance that I found very interesting. Yeah, we have a uh, uh, we built a new life insurance locator uh, policy locator. In other words, if you have a loved one that dies um, and uh, you're not sure if they had a life insurance policy or not, can't find it, whatever, uh, you're just not sure if they've ever had a policy, uh, you can go to this locator. Again, there's a, a link on the insurance.arkansas.gov website and uh, put their name, information in, and so forth, and it will search the entire database of all the companies. Uh, uh-huh. All the companies are required to, to uh, subscribe to this mm-hmm. now, and um, it'll search out whether they had a, a policy or not. Well, that really helps a lot. It yeah, really people. helps a lot. We've already, in the short time it's been up, we've gotten uh, just over $900,000 in lost policy uh, benefits for folks. Um, it, we've had 40,000 people uh, through searches. 77 people were matched. So, um, I mean, it, it, uh, it for those 77 people, it made all the difference. Well, sure. You know, because, you know, look, you, you, you love your mother and your dad and your husband and yeah. all the rest, but you know, a lot of times people buy stuff and they don't tell they anybody don't tell you about it. Right. And the thing about it is, um, 
You know, insurance companies used to count this as part of their bottom line. They used to count this as their part of their revenue, but not, you know, they had a, a certain percentage of people that weren't going to file claims. They got to keep the money. Uh, wow. I found out, I find that reprehensible. So I, I, we, we built this website. All right. When we come back after Fox news, Alan still be here. Your calls, 823-0965, I want to talk about buying health insurance over state lines. we got a lot of other things to talk about with him. How about driverless cars and what kind of can of worms does that open? That's all coming up. All right, back with you. Uh, if you heard, hadn't heard, Jake Files has uh, pled guilty to wire fraud, and uh, he's out on a $5,000 bond. Uh, until he's sentencing, and we haven't heard what uh, he's going to be sentenced to. I just just know there's not. It wasn't not a twenty five thousand dollar bond. No, I thought it was five grand. Let me look again. Just let me make sure on that. I mean, that's the money he got out of it. I figured it would be yeah, bond. Yeah. Would be After his plea hearing, uh, files was released on a five thousand dollar signature bond pending wow. sentencing. Uh, FBI ex- executed a search warrant against files in August. Uh, luckily, they. There was no uh, uh, laptop that was involved in it. Uh, in real, that's a <laughs> little zing towards yeah. the FBI. Yeah. Uh, an affidavit states files put to his own use more than twenty five thousand dollars in state general improvement fund money he had obtained for the defunct River Valley Sports Complex project on Fort Smith property. Files attempt uh, admitted, sorry, admitted he falsified bids waterline work for the complex that was awarded to an employee. The employee said she turned over to files, the general improvement fund money that files obtained for the project and that he used it to pay workers of his construction company and give employee bonuses, pocketing the remaining cash. The uh, Fort Smith Republican has served in the state Senate since, uh, 2011. Now that that has happened, um, I wonder if Dismang will ask him to step down as a state senator. I don't think that's happened yet. I don't know. You know, that, that's up to Jonathan Dismang. At yeah, this it point. is. Uh, he has, um, I would think that since he's pled guilty, that probably may be, as the old saying goes, the straw that breaks the camel's back. Right. You know, as far as that's right. go. So what are some things that uh, are major... I know, I know one thing everybody's got in their, their mind, health insurance policies. I mean, yeah. you're, you're kind of the man who tries to keep those under control. You've done a, a good job of doing that. Uh, we haven't seen those big double, you know, percentage increases here in Arkansas yet. Right. We've had, uh, uh, we've had some minor increases by, by relationship to the rest of the country. Most of the country, I mean, they're in the, the 35, 40% increase each year. Which is just, what, I, what, I just, I just can't imagine. Do you call those guys up and say, "What you, are you guys I'm, doing your job?" I'm, I'm in the meetings, meeting room with them all the time, and and they just, I mean, it, it comes to tears. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's really hard for them. They should be, fortunately, asking, they should be asking what it is you do that's keeping yeah, things under control. Believe me, I get calls all the time. Um. But you asked about uh, health insurance policies across state lines. Those are going to be done pri- primarily, you know, once Washington does their thing um, and uh, lets us do uh, health insurance policies through associations. Now, associations are like the Realtors Association or the uh, the Broadcasters Association, those kind of things. 
they can a group of people can come together and create an association and and build their own health plan. Now, let me stop you there. Has that already been approved? No. Okay, so we got to get that done first. Right. And I am for it as a commissioner, and the state commissioners are all for it if they put it in such a way that we can regulate those policies and keep our citizens safe. You see what I mean? We we need to have some way to regulate those on a state-by-state basis. Yeah, so that you know that people aren't just going out and taking people. Correct. Correct. Okay. And the last thing you want is the federal government involved in that kind of regulation. Okay. So um, the federal government does not regulate the insurance industry. Okay. Did you that's know that? That's a good thing. Well, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. We're the last holdout. They do not regulate us like they do the banking industry. The states regulate their own industry. Okay. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that is good. <clears throat> so. Because you know how to regulate in this state. They don't. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're. Uh, um, we're specialists in our own state. You know, we know what our state citizens want. So, uh, the, uh, uh, the best thing they can do is leave us alone. Okay. So you've been a state legislator. You've been a local legislator. You've been a state legislator. You've not been, you've not been a, uh, a federal legislator yet. Uh, when you, when you look at this and you say, okay, they got to, do the associations. They got to be able now to let us buy uh, insurance over state lines. Having been a politician. Yes. How long do you think it would take them <laughs> to work through that? Um, a long time. Wow. A shorter period of time or, you know, snowball's chance. You know, it, it, <laughs> <laughs> it all, it all depends on how, how high up, uh, the, the president puts it on his agenda. I mean, it was one of his campaign promises. Yes. Okay. Now, you know, the, uh, um, the tax, uh, reforms were high up on his agenda. Got them done. Now we're talking about, um, immigration. immigration. So I'm hoping that, that once we get the, the budget lined out and immigration settled on that, this is the next thing. Okay. Okay. As far as predictions, that's about all I can do. I mean, mean, I'm hoping I'm hoping to get them done the next year. Do our congressmen or senators come into your office, sit down with you and talk about this kind of stuff? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like how, what would you like us to do, Alan? I mean, how would you want this to be fashioned? Is that how that, what they talk to you about? That's pretty much the way the conversation goes. Uh, we have a lot of input. That's good. Yeah. Uh, because most of these guys don't know anything about insurance. So they come to us. We do nothing but insurance. Right. And we do nothing but talk to the public about their insurance. So we're, um, we're a pretty good source of, of information when it comes to those kind of things. All right. Let me get another break in, then we'll come back. We got another segment that we want to do with Alan here before we finish up. I want him to talk a little bit about what they do for you. We've talked about, you know, they, they do a lot for you folks that are retired. Myself, I'm not retired yet, but if you're 65 or older, uh, they do things for you. Uh, how, how do they watch the insurance market to make sure you're protected? We've talked a little bit about that, but there's a lot of other things that we can talk about. We've talked about even uh, flood insurance, right? Don't forget about new balance uh, shoes out on highway 10. They measure your feet digitally and it's used, uh, a Brannock device is what they use. And, uh, they can not only tell how long your feet are, but how wide your feet are. And both of those numbers are extremely important when you're looking for a comfortable, a uh, pair of shoes to wear, whether it's for work, whether it's for play, whether it's you're an athlete, you get out and you run. You want to know exactly what kind of uh, 
size shoe you're supposed to wear. Children's shoes, they got those in stock at New Balance. They come in extra wide widths as well. They have New Balance shoes for men and women in 2A narrow all the way up to 6E wide. And it's the only New Balance store in Little Rock that makes custom footbeds that give you ultimate comfort. That's New Balance on Highway 10. That's Cantrell in West Little Rock. All right, back with you. Don't forget about Aero Plumbing. If you need a plumber, I highly recommend Aero Plumbing. I've uh, done their commercials now since 2003. And uh, they have been with me since that time, uh, whether here or wherever I've been here in the city on the radio. Earl runs a great business. I mean, he's got master plumbers. He's got plumbers that when they come to your house, uh, coming there with a warehouse on wheels, by that I mean they drive a truck up to your house that's got most of the parts in the back uh, that uh, they would use on a traditional call. Uh, for a plumbing issue, uh, if you need uh, something special, they've got a warehouse. They can get that part out to the plumber in a short period of time. And they've got the technology. If they come out and you say, hey, I'm, I've got a leak. It's underneath my slab. Now, they don't have to you know, jackhammer through your slab for the most part. I mean, there's always that possibility. I don't want to tell you that never happens, but it very seldom happens now because Earl uh, can go underneath your slab. He can burrow underneath and they can fix the problem while they're underneath, under the ground. They can do that for your home. They can do it for your business. Think about that. If you got a business and you've got a parking lot and you got a, you got a, you know, some kind of plumbing problem, it's underneath your par- parking lot. Instead of digging up the parking lot and taking away, let's say two thirds of your parking, they go underneath of it. They fix it. And you never lose uh, somebody who's there to do business with you. Aero Plumbing does all that type of stuff for you, as well as giving you all the kinds of service you expect when they're in your your house or in your business. Just visit them online at Aero Plumbing. Just check it out on Google Google or uh, hit them at uh, aeroplumbing.net. So you'll find all the information that you need at those two local uh, locations. All right, my guest uh, is... Alan Kerr, he's the commissioner of insurance here in the state of Arkansas. We've had a really interesting discussion thus far. I found out things. I thought I, I'm pretty well astute at things that are around. And I found out several things here that I did not know, uh, this whole thing of helping, uh, retirees and people over 65. I didn't know that you had a special department for that. Uh, they'll, you know, all the accomplishments that they've had from what I've heard, Maybe uh, eighteen to twenty million dollars you saved in three years. That's yes, Im- that's impressive, to say Thank the you. least. So, uh, if you got a question, eight two three zero nine six five. Because I'm going to move into a uh, a kind of science fiction mode now, but it's science, oh, it's science fact, fact coming up now. Eight two three zero nine six five. Eight two three zero nine six five. And and we've talked about this a lot here on the show. Uh, typically, it's with Joe and Duck when we're talking about cars. And that is the autonomous car. If you watch any kind of commercials on television and you're seeing car commercials, they'll stop themselves. They'll stop themselves going backwards. They'll keep you in the lane that you're supposed to, to be in. They've got, uh, you know, radar on them that can see through fog. There's just all kinds of things that your car can do now that it doesn't depend on you to drive it, so to speak. Well, it's going to get even more accomplished as far as that goes. 
I, I saw a, some pictures of luxury cars five years from now, and there is no steering wheel in the car. Right. I ever, mean, it's really cool looking. It is. Do you ever think about your, your, uh, your auto mechanic having to have an IT department? Most of them do now. They do. They do. They all have to. Well, you know, we've, uh, we've been looking at the, at what, what, what are we going to do with insurance? Uh, when the autonomous cars become, uh, uh, we had this discussion. Who do you blame? The card designer, that's right. the software designer, the hardware designer, the driver, because they did something they shouldn't even have touched. What? Yeah. Where's that liability fall? Yeah. And, uh, uh, those are the issues that we're dealing with nowadays and trying to come up with solutions. But, uh, at the end of the day, this is not, uh, science fiction. This is going to be science fact. And just, just a very short period of time, I'd say by uh, by the end of the next decade, by the end of the, the, the 19 or the, huh, the 2020s, um, self-driving cars are going to be a thing of, the, uh, of that, that we're used to. Um, you got Alexa, right? You've seen the commercials where they're showing Alexa. Yeah. You can, you can tell Alexa who is connected to your car by Bluetooth, by the way, to, uh, Alexa, I'm going to need to go to the store in about 30 minutes. Would you prepare the car? Well, it'll pull the car up in, you know, out of the garage, have it running, have it warmed warm it up. up. And, uh, uh, you know, when you go, approach the car, it'll open the door, you get in and, and you tell it where you want to go. Hey, I'm ready to go to church or whatever the case may be. As we talked about before, uh, driverless vehicles are uh, going to be for the seeing impaired, what texting was for the hearing impaired. Mm-hmm. They'll be able to go and, and tell their car where they want to go. And uh, the car will take them there. And same thing for people over 65, people that really shouldn't be driving after a certain age. Uh, if you're 85, 90 years old, sometimes you're, you, you have no problem driving. Others have a little trouble. So, uh, uh, and their kids are nervous about them driving as well as their insurance agents, I would say. So you, you, well, these driverless vehicles would, uh, would take that stress away. And if you're younger and you want to spend more time on your phone than Paying attention to the road here would be the right. perfect perfect thing for you. Well, you know, you folks who drive from uh, White County to, to Little Rock to go to work or the other side of Cabot, and uh, you'd like to read the paper on the way, but uh, you really can't do that because you're driving. Well, Some you, people, you, some people do it some anyway. Some people do it anyway. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, I know. they got the paper on the steering wheel yeah. and their breakfast. Yes. But, <laughs> but uh, uh, this way it will be legal. And, uh, um, you'll have that extra time in, in the day to do, uh, to, to live your life, to do, you know, those things that you like to do. Now me, 25 minutes. Yeah. I like to drive. I do too. I'm a driver, you know, and, and I like, I like to control that car. Um, <clears throat> there's just, you know, some people you're, you know, uh, our generation and, and even those coming up behind us, uh, you, you're going to do an awful lot to get that pickup truck out of our driveway. But, um, uh, and, and that's a good question. What does that mean, Alan? Does it mean that they're going to have to design highways where autonomous cars are in these lanes, non-autonomous cars are in other lanes? I mean, how are they going to regulate all of that? Well, um, honestly, you're going to have a mixture of all kinds of vehicles, just like you have a mixture of trucks and cars and, uh, hybrids and things now, um, when I went to uh, I went to California and uh, visited Google at their uh, headquarters there, and they've got an entire 
garage. When I say a garage, we're talking about acres of autonomous cars that they just send out on the street. And when they do, they're out gathering information. Okay. Um, in order for, to, to teach a car how to do something, it has to experience it. So, um, uh, a barricade on a corner where they're doing some utility work, that car's got to register that and record that into its brain so that the next time it knows what to do about it and how to avoid it and those kinds of things. Because now we're talking artificial intelligence. Yes. Now we're talking uh, a car that has to make a decision, and that's the scary part. Yeah, who lives, who dies right. sometimes. If you got two people in a crosswalk, which one does it hit? That kind of question. Yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, just for every great um, technology that we that we uh, that man uh, provides us, there are always drawbacks to it, and always a double edged sword. Right, always a double edged sword. And the question has come up about autonomous cars that can be used as weapons, and you know, loaded up with dynamite and those kind of sure. things. Sure. So. All those things we, we, as an insurance department, we are studying and trying to come up with ways to make the public safer. Yeah. It's, it's, then you got people like me that says, well, do I want to have that smart of a car and what keeps the government from hacking into it and getting it off on exit 123 and stopping by the local government office? Right. Well, and, and that's another subject we can talk about is, is cyber insurance and cyber liability because yes, um, Whatever man makes, another man can get into and, yeah. and use as, as uh, use against us. So, um, yeah, I mean, we've I mean, seen the, the movies. You yeah, know. How do you feel? I mean, this is all new stuff. Right. You're on the cusp of all of this stuff. What are some of the really weird questions that you're seeing come out of these discussions? Can oh, you think my goodness. off the top of your head some of the things that have been asked? You know, um, yeah, I, I mean, can somebody hack into your car and, uh, and kidnap you without even having to be there, wow. you know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's, see, now that's the kind of stuff. Give me chill bones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you talk about, this is way beyond big brother. Yeah. Way beyond big brother. Cause you know, someone can, 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 can the, the screen on your car, can someone hack into that and, and see what's going on in your car? Right. You know, and that's highly possible yeah it's, it's interesting but i will say this if you got autonomous cars you should see the dwis fall off you should you should <laughs> at least you would you would hope so. you would hope so but you know there's an uber everywhere now and, and or a lyft or, yeah, or whatever or any yeah out there. um all those uh services are out there for you and real inexpensive i mean i'll be using them pretty soon when we get to uh Reagan National going to CPAC. Yeah. We'll take an Uber over to where we're going to be staying. I mean, at. you can take an Uber from one side of Pulaski County to the other for 30 bucks. I mean, there is no reason. And that is so much less expensive than a DWI. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And it's a whole lot usually cheaper than uh, getting in a, a yellow cab or a blue cab oh, or yeah. a green cab. You know? Yeah. You know, you're it's just an app less. on your phone. Yep. That's all. Yeah, I got it on my phone. Yeah, I do. I too. need to get Lyft on. I've, I've only got Uber. I need to get the other one too because they're fighting it out right now. Yeah, I love it when they're fighting out. Well, that's uh, that's competition. Competition's good, and that's See, what I we like work. This. I want to tell you what Alan Alan Kerr is. He's a good conservative. He's been a good conservative for a long time. I try real hard, but 
that's one of the reasons why we work so hard to get other insurance companies involved in Arkansas. So that the more companies we have doing business here, the more competition we have, that keeps rates down, keeps rates way down. So when you took over as commissioner, I, I got about a minute. What was the biggest thing that you saw and you said, say what? Yeah. Did, the you, biggest, have a, did you have a say what moment? Yes, sir, I did. And uh, there were lots of those. But one of the biggest ones was <laughs> how many of the name brand companies were leaving Arkansas. Okay. Companies you know, like Travelers Insurance and, I mean, big name companies were leaving the state. You know what? It's too hard to do business here. We're going to go someplace else. We've only got a population of 3 million people. It's a small state. Right. And to make it hard to do business here, there's not enough premium here to, to, to keep anyone if it's, if it's difficult. We've turned that around 180%. That's good. I like that. Alan, don't be a, you know, be, don't be a stranger. I try not to be. Okay. Now, he will be up back on February 16th, but I will not be here. Mm-hmm. I will be taking the day off. February 16th? February 16th. Okay. That's the day after my birthday. All right. Because my grandson's the 17th, so we're having a big blowout that weekend. Well, there you go. So i got to be there for that. Okay. All right. Alan, thank you very much. Insurance yes, Commissioner for the State of Arkansas. Alan Kerr, Fox News, next. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.